Hello, welcome to Life in the Ted Lake. I'm your host, Ted Harris. This is, the, this is my co-host, the big sister, the Roddy Roddy Piper, next to my Mr. Fiji, Lindsay Harris Friel. I'm the Rowdy, I'm Rowdy Roddy Piper, and you're Mr. Fiji? Well, wrestlers have relationships, too. So, why am I Rowdy Roddy Piper? I don't know, it just sounds, sounds good. Okay. This is the podcast where we talk about my adventures, Broadway and Hollywood news, mm-hmm. Muppet news, and what's like to be autistic. In this song of brilliance, we're going to talk about my adventures we had last December. It's amazing. The other day we went... So, wait a minute. So, we're going to talk about your... So, your most recent adventure, which was to Peddler's Village. Yes. And also, uh, we're going to talk about... Uh, Broadway grosses and how Broadway came back in 2024? Yes. And what's the Muppet News headline? Sesame Street launches a new podcast to educate kids and for funds to help caregivers for autism. Okay, <clears throat> so let's get started. That sounds great. Yes. Okay, so what was what's the first part that you want to talk about? The other day we went to Peddler's Village. It was quite amazing. What is Peddler's Village? Peddler's Village is like a little shopping village up in New Hope, Pennsylvania. Well, it's kind of near New Hope. It's in Lahaska, or La- I'm not sure if I'm pronouncing it right, but anyway. We noticed how well-developed the land had come since we were kids in New Hope. Basically, the land sharks came in, started putting in strip malls, hotels. There's land sharks? Well... Land shark! <laughs> very funny. <laughs> We went to Peddler's Village in New Hope, Pennsylvania, quite amazing. We went up there because it was Christmas time, and we wanted to take pictures because we knew that they would be decorated for Christmas. Right, Ted? Yep. Yep. We went up there because Lindsay wanted to get a photo of me in a sled. Yep. Ted the sled. You've heard of Elf on the Shelf? Get ready for Ted and the sled. All right. There's a photo of it on Facebook, too. Okay. We, we, we saw many different things. We saw a lot of junk stores, antique stores, and craft stores. I don't think they were junk stores. I think they were sort of like interesting, interesting tchotchke stores. We lost some many stuff. We actually bought a gift for Vids. Yep. What he loves is a wind chime mm-hmm. to replace ones that got broke. See, the old wind chimes got broke, ruined in a storm. Mm hmm. We saw a lot of, of busy craft stores. What did we see in the cigar store? We saw Mr. Punch. Who's Mr. Punch? Tell everybody who Mr. Punch was a puppet made a long time ago, back around the time of William Shakespeare. Oh, older than that, Ted. Maybe older than that. Basically, because he struggled when he speaks, he spoke in a funny high voice, which sounded like Mr. Punch was like a little chicken. Yeah. When he was played on stage, he was played by a man in a white clown suit with a big hump and a stick, a a massive hook nose. Later, he was played by a puppet, and had a friend named Judy, a baby, a dog named Toby. And, and he would go around beating everybody up with the stick, and people thought it was funny for some reason. Yep. All right. Um. So we saw a lot of busy stuff, and we saw this place where it sells games and toys, puzzles, and games. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of puzzles. Mm-hmm. And many places, and Lindsay would buy a puzzle for us. Yeah, but there weren't any that you were interested in. Yeah, well, go figure. Hey, Ted, what was the big orange and white thing that we saw in the parking lot? We saw. We took pictures of it. We saw a big fish. It was big kale fish. It was a giant carp. Yeah, it was. It was a. It was a big, big carp stack. It was a. 
It was on a stand. I got picture. We got picture with it. How and big was it? It was as big as a car. As a car. Yeah, like if you had parked a car, if you parked a, a Volkswagen Beetle next to it, it would be smaller. Yeah, and we also saw a chocolate chocolate store that would rival Willy Wonka. Oh, that was an amazing chocolate store, stuff. wasn't it? We saw a bit of fudge. We bought some, some Bird Creek Mom. Mm-hmm. And in the basement, they had candies from all around the world, different time periods and all that. Mm-hmm. Root beer barrels, Twix, that. Now I am one hungry person. Yeah, I bet you are. And I bet you're hungry now. Your eyes were as big as saucers when we were in that store. You didn't want to leave. I know. Yeah. And they had various chocolates and all that, and some things. We said some things. So it was starting to get crowded. Yeah. So we decided to go home. But what, um, if you were, so if if somebody was going to go there and they were autistic, or if a caregiver or a family member or a friend of someone who has autism were going to go there, what do you think they should know before they go? Go early, probably in the morning. Make sure you're going to be all take time for breaks and bring play medicine. What kind of medicine? Like the the, the oh, whatever your medicine is. What your medicine is, right? But basically, you should be well. No, you should take your prescribed medication as needed, as your doctor directs it, right? Yeah, and basically, stay in quiet areas and all that. Mm-hmm. That's a good idea. Was it loud for you? No, I was fine. You were okay. Yeah. All right. From CBS News. Okay. What does it say? If you're hoping to see a Broadway show, how about two tickets for a price of one? Tickets are not on sale for Broadway Week, so the biggest shows are discounted. Tickets by sell for performances January 16th to February 4th. For a list of purchasing shows, go to nyctourism.com slash Broadway Week. Okay. So that's pretty good. That's some pretty good news, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Then, um, so that was CBS News talking about... Broadway Week, and they said for a list of participating shows, visit nyctourism.com slash Broadway Week. Then um, the Roundabout Theater is going to stage Pirates of Penzance and Yellowface, which looks exciting. And Daniel Day Kim is returning to Broadway and David Henry Huang's Yellowface. And there was something else that we saw here. I think we got it. I think we covered it. Mm-hmm. Okay, good. All right. Um, so that was our Broadway news. That was important. And Ted, our, what is the next, what's the next item on your... Sesame Street launches a new podcast. Wait a minute, Ted, what kind of news is this now? Muppet News. Muppet News. Okay, let's pause for a moment. Muppet. We are looking at this new podcast done by, by Sesame Workshop. It is called Foley of Friends. Is about a newest of Foley Friendly Balls. We're called Foley. She's a host for a podcast. Sensory podcast with Foley Friday. She has rising soul. She can make amazingly realistic sounds of her voice. That comes in handy with Foley and her microphone pal, Mikey. Welcome to our guests in the sound of the studio to talk about superheroes, animals, birthdays, and more. Join Foley and her, her sensory friends, Elmo, Cookie Monster, Abby Grover for music, jokes, and games of podcasts where they're learning about but the fun never ends. Yeah, that's that sounds like a good podcast. Ed. Do you think we should we should give it a listen and find out if it's good? Yes, we should definitely should. We should try that. Um, so Ted, do you know what the word Foley means? Foley is created by the sound artist mimicking the actual sound source and recording studio. Often there are many little sound effects that happen. 
that the, any given sound of movie process of recording them can be all time consuming. Okay, so Ted, what can you think of some examples of like how how Foley works? If you do a wolf hall, you do your own voice. Right. Let's say you wanted to make it sound like it was raining. What what could you do? Pour a can of dry beans onto 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 a piece of wood. That would work. You could also um, what well, you could also just pour water onto something mm -hmm. like a paper plate or a plastic plate or something. What would be a way that you could What would be a way that you could make um, make it sound like horses galloping? Coconuts on sand on a piece of wood. Yeah, we've seen that one before. Um, my friend, my friend Ellie Maitland is a Foley designer in Chicago. And she is a Foley artist, and she performs Foley sounds with live shows. And she is truly amazing and really exciting. And maybe one of these days you could get to meet her, and we could talk about how sound effects are made for different things. Okay. Okay. And um, anyway, yeah, so that's something interesting to think about, isn't it? Yes. Um, another thing you might want to talk about, Ted, um, what's that great podcast we've been listening to lately? Um, we've been listening to Sound Detectives. Sound Detectives. Tell everybody what Sound Detectives is about. Sound Detectives is done by LaVar Burton. Mm -hmm. It's about Detective Hunch, whose partner is Audie the Ear. Mm -hmm. She's the actual ear, and then... They have to have to locate missing sounds or missing, mm -hmm. and they have to identify the sounds. Is a sweet saxophone noise as a magic wand. So when they find a sound, they hear the sound that confirms that they've. Oh, they they, so they have sounds, but they don't know where the sounds came from, and they have to return the sounds to their correct places. Right. Right. So can you give me an example? They could found a car door. They found whales. Well, wait. Oh. Spoilers, Ted. So they found like a buzz sound. A, a buzz sound in a, in a box. Yeah. They have to identify and, the sound. And it, so what do they do? How do they how do they go about identifying the sound? They go to various places all around the world. Yep. And they look for the sound. They look for where the sound may be missing. Yep. Yep. They also have a section about how ears work, right? Yeah, waxing on ears. Waxing on ears, which is hilarious. But also very informative. Yeah. So I like that podcast a lot. What do you think of it? I spell well second season. I hope that there will be a second season too. It's very good. So we don't want to spoil anything for you, but definitely go listen to Sound Detectives. It's a great show. Autism news, autism news. There is a direct support workforce crisis, right, Ted? Yeah. Yep. Because of COVID-19 resources... Spending places have been able to hire caregivers because of... Yeah, there's a caregiver shortage. Yeah. Anchor commissioned a study to find out what the issues are with America's direct support workforce crisis. Basically, a lot of people who are aging or disabled who want to stay in their homes and either don't want to go into what they call congregate care or, you know, they don't want to go into, into a permanent living situation where they're cared for. Maybe they can't afford it because it's too expensive, or maybe it's just not their bag. A lot of times they would rather be with their families, like Ted. Mm -hmm. Ted would like to live with his family. You, you need somebody to come and help you with stuff. 
right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. What are some things that you need help with? Like getting out of the committee and stuff. Yeah. Sometimes you need help with stop and think. Mm-hmm. And sometimes you need help with getting your get up and go. Yep. Yeah. So you need you need people to do stuff with you during the day so that we can be a family, right? Yeah. Yeah. And we have had, we can't find somebody to go out and do stuff with you in the community, which is very frustrating. And it means that you and I are spending all of our free time together. Yeah. Yeah. And it's hard because I know that you and I love each other, but also... We We get on each other's nerves. Yeah, we drive each other up the wall sometimes. And it's tough. I know. But... I still love you. I know. Sometimes it's difficult to find caregivers for... I don't know why people think that it's a bad idea to work with people who need help. I know. It sucks. And we're trying to find somebody to be a community engagement person for you who can... What Basically, they would meet up with you and take you to go do things like going to... Well, you know, museums and stuff like that. You fill in, yeah. Museums, movies, art places, Mm -hmm. outdoor gardens, nature preserves, yeah. The gym, help with shopping, Mm -hmm. help with curiosity, do errands, yeah, that kind of thing. And one of the things that's really weird is I don't understand why people don't. Remember when we had the first job interview? Yeah. And she, you said, what do you think of the Muppets? And she said, well, I don't really know anything about the Muppets. And it was kind of like, oh, no. Oh, boy. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> like, oh, boy. Wrong answer. No. I mean, it turned out, you know, she was right for the job, but she didn't want the job. So that was the end of I that know. anyway. So. I know. I can't understand. Anyway, getting getting to the point, uh, there is a there is a caregiver there is a direct support workforce crisis. But right now, Senator Bob Casey of Pennsylvania, where we live, is working on um, trying to get more funding and more support from the government for people who work as caregivers right ted yep yep so we just sent a letter to his office to ask him what we could do to call attention to this and hopefully if we hear back we will get you know some more information about it um but in the meantime we are hoping that there will be more support for because the other thing too ted is that the america's population in general is aging and people should take care of people. People should take care of each other. I know. It's I feel it's important that people with autism reach a full potential. I feel we should do our best to help people with autism and, and caregivers and hardware caregivers and help we can do our best to do what's right. After all, it's a big world. We all have to do our part. That's absolutely true. Right, uh, Ted? Yep. I yeah. also learned about sharks this week. Oh, you learned about sharks? Yep. There cool. are 300,000 types of sharks in the world. Really? Basically, sharks get a bad rep sometimes. And 
basically the great white shark and the tiger shark basically get the most bad reps. But sharks really attack humans. Basically, the bull shark has most most hard bite, and basically stays in fresh water, but then migrates to salt water. Is that true? It's true. It's true. Look where where are some places that people can learn more about sharks? If you can learn more about sharks, you can look it up at the Clearwater Marine Aquarium or at the Adventure Aquarium. Where's the Adventure Aquarium? Adventure Aquarium is in New Jersey. Or you can visit any type of aquarium or look up the at your local library bookstore. All neat pictures. Yeah. Hey, Ted, do you remember that time that we went to the Adventure Aquarium and we walked through the... Um, the tunnel underneath the the aquarium yeah so it was like a big glass roof over us yep how did you feel when we were going through that a little nervous but i handled it yeah you did handle it i was a little nervous too (laughs) it's um yeah that was a little nerve-wracking but it's beautiful isn't it yep yeah i got a picture of you standing with your back to the wall And a shark coming up behind you. Oh. And your face was pretty terrified. Yeah. Should we put that picture on our website, you think? Yep. Yeah. So maybe we should put that picture up. That was a fun day, though, wasn't it? Yep. Yeah. Maybe we should go again sometime soon. So for people who have autism or people who love people who have autism who are thinking about going to the Adventure Aquarium, what should they know in advance? Um... Talk to them first and know you will see a lot of fish. And this is a very exciting time and you should see many things. Mm-hmm. And you will see various fish and basically you should ha- just have a good time. Mm-hmm. And use the bathroom. Use the bathroom. And also uh, make sure you have a good snack and everything before you go. Yeah. And um, that's pretty much everything. I know that it, it did get a little noisy in there, but yeah. we also went on a Saturday. Yeah. Yeah, it might be less crowded if you go during the week. I don't know, yep. but maybe we should go again. Yep. So that's it for now. Um, I'm Ted Harris, and hey, Ted, what are some things that we're looking forward to doing in the future? I know this weekend you're going to go see mom. This weekend I'm going to see mom, and I look forward to seeing more shows. Maybe doing a live shows, and maybe do have having a space on Facebook, mm-hmm. and maybe our first YouTube videos for YouTube. Maybe. No, maybe we might do our first web show. That's interesting. That would be an interesting idea. How do you, well, you know what? I think people should write to us and tell us if they would like us to do a show on YouTube or, or you know, do a show live or something. Yep. And if you like what you see, tell people like, people hate, all people that's part of our shows. And remember, you can see my videos on, on YouTube.com. It's YouTube.com slash Ted Harris Puppets. You can also learn more about us. You can learn more about us at 663 Productions. And you can write to us at info dot at 663productions.com. Mm-hmm. You can also hear our other podcasts on Buzzsprout, the life the Tillane slash Buzzsprout.com, or you can listen to us on Apple Podcasts. And if you like the show, tell your friends to Emmy's Bird Life Review on Apple Podcasts Podchaser. And I hope you have a good time. So that's it for now. I'm Ted Harris of Harris and Harris Productions, and we hope to see you. Stay tuned for more Life in the Ted Lane. That's it for now. Bye. Bye.
Life of the Ted Lane, a production of Harris Productions and 663 Productions, featuring Ted Harris, co-hosted by Lindsay Harris Priel, music by Vince Priel, edited by Ted Harris. For more information, visit our website at 663productions.com. Thank you.